Welcome to the Fair Chase Podcast. It's like, yeah, it's going to be physically it's hard, suck, but it's also like the best. Later on, that's the story you tell. I got a new strategy. It's, you just go kind of lick your finger a little bit like this. Aim high, play the wind. And then you aim high, you play the wind. It's a new aiming technique that I'm working on. You brought this up. Yeah. It's because you had target panic so bad. Yeah, I didn't have it so bad. Before we jump into this episode, we have to thank a few companies that make this show possible. First up, Vortex Optics. We run their binoculars, spotting scopes, and uh, a lot of their clothes in their Vortex wear line. Quality hoodies. sweaters and hoodies, t-shirts, hats. Yep. You uh, can save yourself 20% on that stuff. Buy. Ooh, it's a new code. The code TFC20. Check them out. Next up, Trophy Line. Trophy Line. No secret, we are saddle guys. We like to hunt in saddles, make the jokes if you want, but yep. they're super light, super effective, and we're big fans of Trophy Line. This year we're going to be running the Mission Platform or the EDP Platform, the EDP. depending, and uh, running the Covert Light. Yeah, nice and light saddle. Lots of good adjustability on that. I feel comfortable walking with that thing out in the woods. Go yep. check this thing out. Use the code TFC10 to save yourself 10% on the next purchase. Next up, Prime. The bow that got me to switch back. I think I feel like I got you to switch back. You did, but but I like. But it was it's a big because part. of Prime shootability, shooting your bow, their accuracy. Uh, we're big fans of Prime. They're Michigan company. Jared's shooting the Nexus Four. I'm shooting the Nexus Two this year. Go check them out. G5Prime.com. We uh, we're big GPS map users on our phone. Um, I get tend to get lost a lot, and Jared you do tend to get lost. A lot. Jared can't always be next to me. When you don't have Jared with you, you can have a little Jared in your pocket. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> this is an awesome platform. We know the guys. They're local here in Grand Rapids. And you can actually download other apps, stand locations, plot locations, whatever pins that you have, you can download them onto the HuntWise platform. So you're not, you can, give you it just, a try. You can just hit the ground. And you're not losing your research. Yeah. So go check this app out, HuntWise.com. You know, I was actually asked this weekend if we weren't partnered with Vector and like I had to shoot a different arrow would I shoot vectors? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I said, yes, of course. Yeah. I love them. I shoot extremely accurate with them. I've never broken one. Yeah. And the sweet thing was is you pretty much just tell Isaac and the guys over there your draw length, draw weight, and I think your tip weight. Your tip weight, and they have a – And then you customize the whole thing. You and can they do it right tip, online. cut, and everything. You don't have to mess with the bow shop or anything like that. Check these guys out, vectorcustomshop.com. For 10% off your order at checkout, use TFC10. Good luck out there. Shoot straight. So I, I just got back with uh, Joe and Ed here on, on the line uh, from a pretty epic uh, week of bear hunting. Uh, for Ed and I, it was our first time ever doing it. And so I haven't told Jared much about this hunt. Zero. Saving it for tonight. And he's been, at, he's been begging me to tell him any, any kind of information. Not a beg. More like a, hey, I can't wait to talk. It was Should have just came with. I know. Yeah, you, you know what? Just We've with, talked dude. about this already. I had prior engagements that I had no recollection of that planning actually happening. No, it was there. It just you're like, nah. I just am kind of scared, <laughs> scared of bears. Yeah, dude. Bears. <laughs> there was room for you in the truck. We could have scooted over a little. There bit. was. We were. We rode three wide. Oh, let's just. So let's jump in. So we flew out. Flew to Minneapolis. Flew into Montana. Got there fairly early in the afternoon and our van we had rented the u-haul got swapped out for a a single pass a single row of seats pickup truck mm -hmm. so we we drove all around western uh montana three wide running three wide the whole time i was middle guy stick for the shift. most part i was the stick guy i, I told every time he held the clutch i just kind of 
worked it around. Gross. <laughs> it's like he's done it before. Yeah. <laughs> he's no stranger. <laughs> oh, Ed's drinking. Oh. Now I feel like I'm nervous. Are you nervous? Yeah. <laughs> All of our. You're not drinking, Joe? That's oh, the problem. I'm hunting tonight. As soon as we're done with this. Are you really? A little, little coyote action? Yeah, my buddy got a new lease kind of over by Hastings, so we're going to go camp there tonight, coyote hunt it tonight, and turkey hunt in the morning. That is a heck of a... Well, on your, on your way hours. out to Hastings, stop on by. Yeah. Say what up. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of on the way. We're from... in door. It smells like door right now on Dude. the way in. I open my door windows. Door is danky uh, right now. It is. Spreading shit out there. Everywhere. Oh. Yeah. It's known for that smell, door. Yeah. Well... It could I be like to... here too, but I wouldn't know it. Still no sense. Come. That's probably why he was able to put up with me in the tent, so like, or in like the car in a closed space so much. He had no sense of smell, and I was eating mountain those mountain meals, and that oh gets ugly. You I know that there you was ever... in the air, but I couldn't tell what it was. It was probably Ed. You know when you're gutting a deer <laughs> and you accidentally like nick the stomach. I've never done that. Oh, That's yeah. the smell of James after two days of hunting. <laughs> 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 it's a pungent gym yeah yeah so anyways uh back to our story and you guys jump in and, and it you know correct me if i'm wrong but we we headed from bozeman to our first stop and i don't know how how specific we should get give us the details man no like, i mean paint, in terms of location in terms of location i don't want to give away specific areas but general, like, general regions. we headed northwest our first spot know. was the outskirts of missoula yeah leave it at that yeah. And uh, that was a, a good day because that was the day that kind of broke us in for the, all the hiking we'd be doing. How, was, how long is that trip that you guys had to go three wide? Uh, well, the farthest of the turn three wide. What's that? The first spot was only like two and a half hours, but we ended up like six and a half hours away from Bozeman. Yeah. Okay. We, we, we kind of worked our way up the west, up we're just south of Canada and like just east of on uh of uh, idaho almost in ontario idaho so we gotcha. uh, we covered I'm, fair, I'm fairly certain we never slept in the same place twice yeah we did the one right. did we when we were over in uh where james shot his bear yeah i think we slept there twice but other than okay. that yeah every so an active moving just, you guys are just hopping around different spots just trying to trying to glass them at night obviously okay. to not burn any hunting light and like lot it, so it wasn't a ton of mile miles every day i look back on our uh my health whatever thing on my phone it was like there was there's some days of like close to 10 miles 10 miles but um it was a lot of incline a lot of up and downing now james you had obviously not done this before but joe this is something that you've done previously throughout the past this is my fourth year doing the the spring bear thing and to your point like the miles wasn't really too abnormal for what a spring bear hunt usually is because it's kind of like getting to a location and then ridge running and glassing kind of thing you're not covering the ground like we do on an elk like a typical day of elk hunting can be eight to 18 20 miles in a day sometimes but it's more active pursuing hunting rather than just kind of posting up and glassing like we did yeah gotcha or hike was brutal though that first hike in was we had all our camp on our back straight up. And I, I, at one point I saw Ed's soul leave his body on the hike up. <laughs> <laughs> he was having an out of body experience as he hiked up the hill. <laughs> See, Ed, if, it so didn't, if it didn't all leave on the way up, it certainly did on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> the down was brutal too. Well, the thing is we're trying to keep up with Joe who is freight train. No, I, 
I just, I have to give it to you. You hike so fast. It's incredible. It's the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> it's not a bad thing to be good at the whole time. I'm like that freak. So I like usually pride myself at being in fairly good shape. You know, Ed's in great shape. You bike what, like a couple thousand miles a year. You are you know, mm-hmm. in good shape too. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. man, I was sucking wind on that first hike up. And I was trying not to show it. I kept telling myself, nope. like, be one of the guys. I didn't know how much Ed had hunted before. So I assumed Joe and Ed have done this before. I'm like, no, you're not going to be that guy that's slow in the back. You know, like, if you have to puke, do it when no one can see and just, you know, just act like you're coughing. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to embarrass himself, but then he proceeded to pick up sheep poop and put it in his bino bivy. You yeah. know, Jared, did I tell you that I did? You did didn't, I? and I'm glad you brought that up, Joe, because James has now started a very. I've not said anything about that. No, on the podcast. I'm, I know, but I'm just, I'm just letting everyone know you have a very diverse collection of wild animal shit that it, we are. You are not we. You. Yeah, I will I will be present for this event, but he's planning on burning them at separate times. Just like trying each one, burning them because because well, two things. First of all, I have bison manure, and that was used for like cooking and stuff. And I was like, I wonder how it burns. I never done that before. Like the plains people, don't give me that look, Joe. That's how like the prairie people did it. I, I don't know. I, I read. You it have somewhere. an iPhone. You're not a plains <laughs> person, dude. That's true. And then the other one was moose is supposed to have like a pretty fragranty smell. And then, I, so I started collecting that and I was like, well, it's weird if you only have some poop, like you have to cross that threshold where it's, it co- goes from like a weird obsession to a collection. Mm. And so I figured if I start getting a variety, you know, I'll be okay. So we were hiking out there and all of a sudden at that first spot, Joe's like, oh, see that? Cause he was kind of our, our mountain guide uh, for a lot of the time. He's like, that's, that's sheep poop, bighorn sheep. I'm like, bingo. First I said, I, I should really <laughs> collect bag. I should really collect that. And I'm like, no, I don't have any where to put it you know i'll just leave it and i saw it again and it just it was eating at me it was eating at me <laughs> he just said that he had a collection of it i'm like you're cracking these jokes the whole time like he's whatever i just kind of shoved it off and then all of a sudden i see you scooping it up in your hand <laughs> you turn around and you got it like <laughs> starting to lick it or something it's gonna burn it's hey, still what? in my pack i forgot about it if i'm being honest. it's in my vinyl harness on one of those side pouches totally it's gonna be nasty in there you're gonna Come get guy the next time you look through your binos. <laughs> that's right the bob costas god so you guys all right so you guys are you're finally up to your spot you made the hike up take me through like what happened in the day you're just sitting there glassing i mean we got what- there late because um we had some issues with the u-haul and I, i've got more to that story now believe mm. it or not yeah. What's that? I got charged again for it. I'm dealing with it. But the people that of all the U-Haul places that I've rented from, whether it's Billings, another one in Bozeman, um, Colorado, Alaska, this one was the biggest pain in the butt. But that's a whole separate story. So we get up there late. Mm-hmm. Um, later, we're still a decent time. We get there at like what two, three o'clock. So we got most of the yeah. afternoon to hunt yet. And it's the very first spot that I've ever bear hunted. So four years ago, we started in this area. And we ran into a couple of guys on the road with a side-by-side wearing camo and orange. And it was sure. a, a father and son and another guy. And they were looking for a turkey, looking for a bear, and looking for a squirrel, they said. And the big three, if you will. Yeah. So the <laughs> little kid had his 22 or whatever. And one guy had a rifle, one guy had a shotgun. And um, 
I just kind of nonchalantly asked him, like, you guys been seeing any bears? Like, oh, there's one in my backyard on Sunday, and then there's always one up here, and he points up this hill to a bear that we saw four years ago and every year since, but for whatever reason just can't get him killed, and it seems like everyone kind of knows about this big bear. Mm. So shot up that hill, and then we really – pretty uneventful night realistically i saw a little bit of elk and then i saw one bear way down on the road on private basically where we came from sure yeah, they drove right next to where it was walking Weird. he was like 80 yards from some dude's shed yeah. so uh we had mountain lion chirping i'd never heard that before mm-hmm. yeah yeah we get set that mountain lion was pretty close mm-hmm. had to be under 100 yards wouldn't you say no they're pretty that, that sound carries in those canyons really? Yeah. It's like a bird chirping. I go, he's like, hear that? I'm like, yeah, it's like a, just a, you have to Google it because I can't make the noise, but it's like a weird chirping noise that you wouldn't think comes out of this, you know, like cat. De- demon cat, you know? Yeah. But then I played it for you on YouTube and it's exactly what yeah. we heard. Interesting. So it was sweet. Yeah. So a slow day to start out. You spotted one bear. We glassed for like two hours, maybe. We weren't even, or three hours, a couple hours before it got dark. And then. We were tired. We went to bed. Yeah, like, I don't I think bet. we did much. The first day was just kind of stretching our legs and getting used to hiking with weight. I mean, even I've done it a bunch of times, but this is the first one of the year for me, so I'm shaking sure. some too. Yeah. But the more that like I kind of spent some time in that country, it's like, yeah, we could devote a whole week to this place and probably turn up a really good bear. I know the ones there, and I've seen other bears there too. But everywhere you shake that shot, it's over a thousand yards. It's just it's either yeah. you're on the same hillside as him and it's like sub 200 which is really tough to do and like keep an eye on the bear drop a thousand feet come back up another 1500 and he may or may not be there when you get there he may or may not wind you so your across canyon shots are just so long mm-hmm. so like well there's gusts of wind that'll sometimes be on one side and not on your side or it, there's a lot of factors it's it's tough I mean, even in the country that we ended up in, there were some long shots in there, but not like this. This was just really, really, really big shots. And we weren't seeing much for sign. We saw some really old poop. We saw a little bit of green up, but we were just, we, we kind of had a heading of where we wanted to end up for mm-hmm. this week. And I've never been way up into that region one Northwest corner at all. And we all just kind of like had it in our heads. That's where we're going to end up unless we really got into the bears first day there. Yeah. Okay. We kind of knew we were going to move going into that spot a little yeah. bit. We had talked about it. Yeah. Um, so we got up and then we, we needed sleep that night. We were pretty shot after that first day, slept, woke up and moved. I don't remember how far away we went that second day. About another two hours. Northwest again, more North. Yep. That's yeah. when we kind of were roughly in that superior area. We'll call it. Yeah. Yeah. Superior. Not superior for bears, it turns out, because uh, I don't think we turned up anything there. Wolves and moose. Wolves. and That was the story of the whole trip. Lots of wolves, sign. We heard them howl once, and tons of moose. Tons of moose poop everywhere. Yeah. Never saw one. I saw a cow and a calf when we were in that Clinton country early. I don't remember if I mentioned that or not. Probably not. Did, did, you, did you hear that? I didn't remember hearing that. I remember that. I mentioned that, but I did see a cow and a calf. That's cool. They're so cool to see. So, mm-hmm. day two, mm-hmm. you're you're in a new spot now, about two hours northwest or so from here. Yeah. Um, Superior I, region, just yep. cruising. So you guys are just kind of spread out 
along a range or how far apart are you guys? Are you sitting right next to each other and just glassing back to back or tell me, tell me the setup. Well, did you guys just drop that off and say, we'll see you at sunset. And <laughs> hope you we, did, uh, we did that. Um, <clears throat> kind of everybody got dropped off and picked off at some point. Like there was times where I hunted with Ed, there was times I hunted with James. Um, we got into some of that kind of like logging road country up there. Yeah. And there'd be a closed section or a section that you couldn't drive on. And one of us would break off and just go hike that thing and try to get on to, we're looking for clear cuts that were like, call it 2018 and newer. Yeah. Okay. Or um, any South or East facing exposure that would have had some green up on it. Sure. And when we kind of looked at an area on the map, we put the burn layer on. Sorry about that. Turn the burn layer on or the ears. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The, the, the burn layer was huge. Like, yeah. And well, so you could just, the yeah. clear cut was even bigger because I don't think that country gets burned quite as much as the rest of Montana just because of how much moisture it holds. Yep. But the clear cut layer or the timber cut layer was big. Um, so we'd, we'd, we'd split off from each other. Two guys would go walking roads together and cruising roads or whatever. And we didn't really have a, a game plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those roads make it kind of tough to stick with a concrete plan because you go into an area thinking you have an idea for it. And then you're like, exactly. okay, all the green up is next to the road and there's nothing up high. Right. Or vice versa. The road looks like shit, but the snow line's got some green up. You never know. So you just kind of roll with it. And I think the day that we went up into there, Ed and I kind of stuck together and walked the roads mm-hmm. until we got the snow line. And then you went up into tick hell. Whole bait. They went to find me and turned. Well, you guys turned around because there were so many ticks on the ground walking. Yeah. I've seen it bad before, and I've seen it worse than that. But they're not to the point where like you stop and you look at a rock, and it looks like ants coming out of a hole. Like yeah. it was geez, so many ticks. I and, didn't see any of that. Uh, I'm no. not gonna lie. I kind of felt a little, little grizzlyish in there. So I was like, and I was like, I don't know what's around the corner. I don't know really where I'm going. So I'm kind of on alert with uh, my rifle out because I'm thinking I'm. I could pop out. There could be a, a hillside with a bear on it. So I'm, I'm not looking down. And they, they, they asked me like, Hey, and when we kind of met up afterwards, like, did you get any ticks on you? I'm like, yeah, I saw a few on my leg. Got one on my backpack, flipped it off. And they're, then they filled me in on how many they saw on the ground. I was like, man, if I would have known that, I would have gotten out there, gotten well, out of there. Mm-hmm. That's just part of the game out there. Some places are worse than others. Like that was a, a nest of them. And I think it's because there was so much deadfall yeah. hanging over that road and they were just, piling off the wood onto us but so we went up checked on him because we kind of came to the conclusion that like that country just we're just looking for green up we're looking for cliffy stuff and we're looking for stuff that's close to rivers and like it looks one way on a map and then you get in there and you're just like man just didn't feel right again and that's yep. one thing i learned about bears is like if, it, if the area doesn't feel right just keep moving yeah get there so, it's a lot of country out there. Yeah, just a lot. keep moving. And we had wheels and we had time. <clears throat> so it was like, and we just were willing to do it. Because not every, you know, we could have had it where one of us was not willing to travel. And that would have been a huge bummer. Like if somebody was like a stick in the mud about mm-hmm. it, or like, oh, I just want, let's just stay here. But we were all kind of, you know, all right, well, what's over Collective the next effort. Hill? Yeah, let's, get, cool. let's keep checking things out, which I like. I, I'm that way anyways. And we were talking a little bit about that where it's like, I can't not know what's over the next hill and that leads you often many many miles away from where you started which is kind of what we had yeah 1608 miles is what we clocked on the truck <laughs> sorry 1608 over the 750 that we agreed upon with the contract yes yeah, yeah we 
take that. Really pushed all. it over the but edge. But they boys. did say in writing that they wouldn't charge us for the extra miles. Oh yeah, I'm already using that writing. I knew, I knew you would. That was a good <laughs> move. He, screen, he, screen, he screenshotted it. It was good. It's oh, good yeah. Mark. Oh yeah, we're disputing it. But yeah. either way, um, and I, yeah, we just wanted to see. Like every spot that we went to is a little bit different. The further northwest that you went, the more it kind of felt like not the Montana that I'm familiar with. And Ed's done some hunting in Montana too. He's elk hunted with us the last two years, but it's all been in the same mountain range, kind of more central Montana. So this is way, way different from the central Montana and the southwest Montana that I've kind of cut my teeth hunting. Awesome. I liked it. I liked Good. it because. We've talked about this, uh, we all on the way home, <clears throat> but the, you're not as far above sea level. Like the only Western experience I had had was hunting in Colorado. So like you start, you know, at least a mile high, if you're literally coming out of Denver. Uh, but I started at like 10 and, and was between 10 and 12. A lot of the times when I'm walking around and that's like hard on, at least it was for me. It was like, God, it took me a little while to get my lungs acclimated to it. Mm-hmm. But here the mountains start lower, closer to sea level and only go, you know, or at least where we were, uh, maybe to 8,000. Um, I don't know that we even got that high. No, I think the snow line was pretty much right around that, like 69, seven mark down yeah. where we ended up. But there it was like, you'd start at 3000 feet and you end up at 55. So yeah, that's not bad then. No. That's, that's doable. It's still like a lot of climbing, a lot of gaining elevation, but it's not like a lung thing as much as it is, uh, a muscle like, thing. Yeah, legs. And the biggest difference I noticed about it is just the sheer amount of deadfall in that kind of oh. just, just disgusting. The freaking deadfall, man. That last day was just, what do we call it? Thousand feet of hands and knees. It was just bullshit. All over and under and around. Because we <laughs> trying to climb a rifle on your back and like going under a log jam with a rifle sticking up. And it yeah, was, it was, it was not good. So anyways, a uh, couple days go by. We, we just kept running that same script. Mm-hmm. Move, you know, find a spot, you know, look at the map. Lots of map digging around. We, we'd, you know, stop at a bar maybe at night after our, with our car. Had, you know, s- talked to locals, did a lot of that kind of thing just to see what texting people who, who might know, just getting any intel we can in the areas. Because like, like you said, you can see it on a map, but mm-hmm. until you get there, you don't know what the green up situation right, is, right, what right, the right. snow, where the snow is. Uh, this is, you know, really a little earlier than probably we would have chosen. Uh, but just due to scheduling and stuff, it was, it was our, our week to go. Realistically, so, it wasn't as bad as what I had kind of anticipated though, yeah. as far as timeline goes, a lot of that country was greener than what it was the year I killed my bear last year hmm. or that, that time frame last year. And I think if it wasn't for that little late snowfall that they got in a lot of the country that i usually hunt realistically we probably should have just gone there but whatever it was it was cool to see some new country and i'm not like too butthurt about it because i wanted to get up that way anyway so yeah and it was it was helpful for me to 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 go to places that were new for you to just see how when you go west how do you pick apart a new spot what are you looking for i I didn't know any of that for, for bear hunting that's this is a totally new style for me um and so it was you know just from my perspective I don't know. There's just no better way to learn it than just be next just to a guy do it. who knows, you know, go for it. So did that for a couple of days, um, and ended up in the spot. I, we can jump to the spot where, you know, I ended up. Yeah, dude, that's uh, let's dive into this mm. kill. So the day before we had, 
we found this logging kind of, I guess, logging road that went way up a mountain, had a bunch of snow pockets on the way up. So you couldn't drive all the way up. You can see some dude tried to take a side by side and even had to turn around. So we kind of hiked all along and looked over a Canyon onto a next hillside or mm-hmm. mountainside kind of across, um, spread out that first day. I think we glassed for like a long time that day. The tripods, I think at noon mm-hmm. at quit at nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Had service though. It was kind of nice. It was nice. Like, I was able to kind of check you, in with the girls. Is that when you FaceTime? I FaceTimed Jared okay. for a minute. Yeah, I was like, hey, man, look where I'm at. Showed me that view. That was, uh, I'm a little it, jealous of that, fellas. It, I'm it, surprised it, that he didn't see any bears. He was FaceTiming the whole time. Yeah, that's why I was just like this. <laughs> I'm his uh, good luck charm. So I was like, guys, check this out. Hey, followers. I'm doing a live Instagram. <laughs> I'm out here in Montana. Yeah, it, it was. Don't. But like, if you had to spend nine hours just outside looking at something man you couldn't hardly pick a better thing to look at yeah that was pretty nice out there very so, different gorgeous yeah so how long were you there until you spotted him well we that first day we didn't we went back to camp we're like man what, ah, let's let's poke around in the morning we're gonna we're gonna hike up this hill this mountain um kind of spread out again check out one spot if it blows we're getting out of here mm-hmm. uh so we walk up Ed had this spot where he kind of looked, the road is below him and he could see this far hillside, which actually had a lot more green probably where he was than where me and Joe ended up. He was actually looking from the South facing hillside at the North. Cause we were, we were looking at stuff low in the North facing hillsides and like, it looks greener over there, but yeah. like everything you hear about bears is like, get on the North, look South, get on the North, look South. But it just looked greener to the North. It was little cuts and parks and, slides where you can see into them like maybe they're just hanging out in the timber and eating on these little strips of grass in there and poking out in those little pockets right so you couldn't see as much but the stuff you could see looked fairly promising and easier shooting really Mm -hmm. yeah you're you're looking for the grass the green grass you're looking for those uh glacier lilies which they you know you just like little yellow flowers Um, and then these like wild onions uh we saw that you're that one bear looking at eating those Skunk oh. cabbage, really. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then, so we dropped him off and, and Joe and I were like, all right, you take kind of this spine going up a mountain. I'll go on this one. We'll, we're going to hike up and then kind of look out opposite ways. Uh, and so at least for me, I got all the way to the top. It took me forever. You know, <laughs> so tired to get to the top. I'm like, crap, I can't see anything. I can't see. I can't see through. It's too thick. It's just not what I thought it would be on the way up. Mm-hmm. It's not what you think of when you get to a mountaintop with a ridge because it was almost in that area. We get like the halfway point where we've climbed a thousand feet and it opens up and it gets kind of nice and green on your side. And you're like, I can see a bear at any time at 200 yards somewhere on my side, but I can't shoot across this canyon anymore. And if I go any higher then I lose anything that looks good. But if you go on the north side and look back at what looks good, you have nothing. So it was just you get to the ridge and there's more timber on the ridge and there was halfway up the mountain, which is just really odd. But usually it's kind of like on a ridge, it's a rocky cliff and then a big drop off with all the timber starting on the North end of that. And it just wasn't the case in this spot. So I think we were there for like what hour and a half, two hours. And I called you and I'm like, man, yeah, just not feeling it. And again, that's just one thing I've learned. If it's not feeling right, just move, keep going. Stay mobile. We always mm-hmm. talk about that. Mobile mindset. Be flexible. 
don't be so rigid and, and attached to a plan. Cause exactly. Again, you get out there and it's like, this isn't right. I got up there. And I'm like, I can't see anything. I'm going down. And she talked to him. He decided to do the same thing. And I learned about shale, these scree fields. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go down. Oh man. The only way right now where I'm at is to go down this. And I, I took a picture I can show you, but it was literally the entire walk up. I, I kind of looped around and my only way down was just and it was just like step you know slide step and it it just sucked that just sucked to go down it'll make a man out of you in a hurry yeah it's a lot of talking to yourself (laughs) like all right i just it was just like no just one more just keep walking you know find that weird song that always gets stuck in your head when you're hiking i don't know if you ever have that but if i'm like out hunting or hiking there's like a weird part of a song that's always on repeat in my head just a jingle that and there's a voice that tells me to burn things but i think that's that's totally different <laughs> um, <laughs> he was live and active that, yeah. that trip no so we we walked down and we're like man i don't know what to do uh and joe's like well all right i'm gonna go back up where we hunted the day before we kind of spread out and i'm gonna go even farther up and you you made it like real far way farther and way less time than i thought six miles up that road so this road kind of tangles around the face that we were initially glassing on and then you can actually take that same road it's a it's not a closed road but there's enough snow on it that no one's driving on it mm-hmm. and where everyone stopped you can kind of see where people were hunting up there there's some guys from minnesota i made it like another three and a quarter miles up around that to look back at that south facing side and right about the time that i was like taking the sticks out to put my 15s out and start glassing I get a text from Ed and I forget what it was. Something like score one for team James or something like that. And that was the weirdest way that I've ever heard someone say it. Like score one for team James. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, like, team we, James, got, we got a little intimate in the, the truck on the way. Uh, homos are down there making up little phrases with themselves. <laughs> so Wait, who, who would be the homo? I mean, hey, guilty by association. You know what? If anything. Beauty's beauty. Okay. It's two to tango. Uh, exactly <laughs> three so it, it was funny so we we dropped him off and as he's I, I still don't know how you got up six miles that fast but me I and Ed are like a lot faster yeah I know. well so i was we, like skipping down the road enjoy <laughs> because the moment he hears we shot one the dude just throws everything he's back just runs down the hills with six miles i'm like don't cut it up i'm on my way <laughs> <laughs> which i love i love the, that was like man you gotta wait, I love you gotta about wait you. For, you gotta wait for the boys man you do you gotta yeah, wait i mean so the funny thing is, so Ed and I get in the truck and we're like, <clears throat> we see this place where we, it's actually private comes to public. And we surmise that perhaps deer, uh, bear were kind of coming down and maybe at night digging around in this area, this private area. And so we're like, Hey, game. what's that? The old dumpster game, the mm-hmm. old dumpster game, a, a town bear, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> we're again, we're trying everything, you know, l- learning as we go. Um, and maybe, maybe one would come out and it was a nice hillside that would be kind of coming down to it. We're like, this, this could be sweet. Who knows? We're cruising along and wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> I come around the corner. I'm like, Ed bear right in the road, <laughs> eating grass on the side of the road. Heck yeah. So I pulled, go ahead, Ed brakes all stop. Yeah. Throw it in reverse and you get it. Cause we just, we had come just around a corner where we could, he was visible and we backed right up. So we get out of the truck, right? We get all ready. There may have been a couple conversations on who was going to potentially shoot the bear. Flip a coin. Yeah. And um, we get all ready. Yeah. And um, get out <laughs> of our truck and we start stalking. Yeah. Like, okay. Right around this corner. 
no bear. So, of course, the bear moved. So what do we do? Let's go back to the truck, drive through nice and slow, and see if we can find out where the bear went. So we do that, cruising slow. We're looking to the right because we saw the bear on the right side. We're both looking to the right. No bear, no bear. I glance over to the left where it's up a mountain, and there he is looking right down at us, right yeah. off the road. <laughs> so I'm like, right here, James. So we keep going. Get out of sight and stop. If you'll drive past let you, and oh, walk yeah. back. Yep. It's, it's, the, it's a classic <laughs> that'll, tactic. That'll trick them. Yeah. I don't usually it's your story. or audio at all, but I would pay an exorbitant amount of money to just have the audio of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Pure chaos. Pure chaos. Where did he go? He's on the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun. No, no, okay, go, go, go. Yeah, it's like, shit. You know, like, and I'm, for a while, I'm like, well, who should she? Should you shoot the bear? Or should, I, should I shoot the bear? He's like, no, you shot, you saw the bear. You shoot the bear. I'm like, okay, all right, deal. Okay, all right, I'm not gonna argue. And I'm like, argue. so I grab my rifle and we we finally. James was standing on Ed's rifle case so he couldn't open it. That was <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, that's right, sucker. <laughs> Ooh, no, I threw up one of my pop, pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> I threw a quick lock on his and lost. It's that. a weird situation, right? Because I didn't think I didn't know. Maybe he doesn't want to shoot the bear. Maybe I should shoot the bear if he doesn't want to. I'm like, well, but if you want to, you may. Hey, yeah. Okay, I do. I want to. This happened in the span of like three seconds, like a lot of. Brr, brr, brr. Okay, so we get out, we come around. I see the bear. Kind of, we kind of work up the the hill. See him right there. I'm like, all right, I'm standing. I have nothing to rest my rifle on. He's in the open, and he didn't really see us. I'm like, all right, it's got to be like I don't know, seventy yards, maybe. What a first, chip the, shot! The first shot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, all right, boom, miss. Totally missed him. Missed high. Free, just easy rifle shot in the chaos and just apparently being a terrible shot. Missed high. Reload, blast him. Uh, and, you know, he basically eventually expired. Uh, I shot him tw- twice, three times. Just, he was, he kept moving. I'm like, I'm just laying him down where he's going. I'm, I'm not messing around. Uh, there was at least two shots after the fact because I was on the phone with Ed. Yeah. Wait, wait, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, he could hear. He's on the phone hearing. That. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on down there? <laughs> World War Three, as they say, things got a little western out there. But ever gun. Yeah, it was just like whatever, you know. Uh, so we we get, so we finally shoot him, go up, grab him, uh, start hauling him down the hill, uh, and right as we get to the bottom, <clears throat> these people who had just were out in that area on vacation with their family, these got two guys and their families had taken their boys and left the women back at camp or wherever they were. And we're just cruising this mountain road, uh, in their suburban and they stop and we're just sitting there with a bear. So they all get out, you know, they're, there's two beautiful men. Uh, Ed, I, I, I mean, they had finally quaffed They had a mustache like yours. They had all Genius. these nice clothes on and we were all smelly dirt bags at that point. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Right. And, and so they, they come out and their kids are like, blew their mind like this bear is sitting there so they're digging around in the bear's mouth picking his paw it was like i was i thought it was really cool that those kids because if i was 10 and you showed me a dead bear i would have lost my mind you know Mm -hmm. having never seen that before photos were taken yeah yeah so we get them uh (laughs) we we call joe and in the time that what did you run the whole six miles and were you out of breath it was all downhill at that point. 
really the only hard part about that is the snow because i was like that section that you walk through it's like post holy weird kind of step crunch snow yeah and you can plan it going up where if you walk in the middle that you can kind of stay on top of the ice but when you're running downhill and you're not paying attention it's like <laughs> some nightmare. i would have paid i would have paid to see the video of joe running i just picture arms way up high yeah. <laughs> it was a sight i was still hand carrying my rifle just because I'm like, we must be on the roads tonight. Why not have my rifle in my hand? So. Exactly. And that's part of it too. Like part of it we've kind of figured out is just like, be ready mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you just don't know. You could kick something so, off. So like you not only made it back, but you made it farther than where we dropped you off in the time that it mm-hmm. took for us to get that, which actually was way more difficult getting him the couple hundred yards to the road than you would have thought. Yes. Like it wasn't this 10 mile pack out, you know, Just it was down. trying to grab a full bear ungutted. Cause he, he wanted us to wait <laughs> down the hill. It took sure. a while. Yeah, exactly. You call, you call it a hill. It was not a hill. Yeah. It was, it was not very steep. Very steep. It was like, <laughs> I saw the picture. Yeah. Very steep. And the picture that I really, one of the things I appreciated most about Ed in this entire trip, and there was a lot, but one was the picture that he took of me made it look like we were way he wasn't trying to like you know be deceptive you're telling me it was staged no he just like took a picture that like happened to Mm -hmm. look like oh it was way out you're looking at like almost like like a 30 degree hill face mountain face right when that was accurate there's a road 200 feet below right right we were close yes realistically though that's 90 percent of bear hunting i think is guys walking or cruising roads and then shooting from said road yeah yeah it's a good strategy you cover a lot of ground you see a lot of cool stuff but so anyways we get him into the truck by the time we get in the truck drive up joe has run so far he ran past our where we dropped him off (laughs) and like made it again i was like how did you get this far that fast but took pictures did the whole thing magic um left him in the truck and then just kept hunting tagged him up and obviously uh, and then um, brought him into town no we threw him in the back of the truck kept hunting dude well, I'm, I'm saying after, like, sundown. Yeah, sundown. Yeah, we hunted that night, and then... Well, first is we, we bombed back out, because I'm That's like, the night we saw that sow, too, right? Right. Yes. So we went oh. back down low, where, close to where they shot that one. And I'm like, well, if they're down low, let's just keep cruising this country down here. And we actually drove out to go into town to get ice, I think, for your bear. We, we yeah. did or a cooler. Cooler. Yeah. overpriced cooler i was chapped about that mm. yeah so we grabbed a cooler came back into the mountain road as soon as we got back in there <laughs> we're like looking at how green it was and how open it was in this little timber cut area and on all of a sudden my my mountain road hunting isn't quite as fine-tuned as these guys <laughs> i see a bear like 80 yards off the road big cinnamon bear and just cram the brakes, lock it up like gun cases, slide <laughs> in the back of the truck, making all kinds of. Ah, like, your face There's a bear. <laughs> Put it in reverse, back up. <laughs> where I could have just done what they did and creeped past it, gone around the corner, parked it. Probably got a better shot, but I'm like hopped out. I'm like, Ed, get your gun right now. <laughs> so yes, sir. We creeped, we creeped up on it, and it was like my first impression. Like you don't know for sure until you actually get like a good, good look at it. But this thing had an ass like a dump truck. Yeah. And usually when that's the case where the prominent large portion of the bear is the rear end, it's a sow. That booty. So, but yeah. just like glowing borderline strawberry red cinnamon color, just cool Sweet. bear. Yeah. No cubs or anything, so perfectly legal. Yeah, solo. So 
but we kind of creeped up with her for a little bit and just never we see her kind of weaving through the timber and then right when we got up on the kind of little first knoll the wind hit us in the back and got mm. it off so yeah that so, was a that was a cool spot that was a really pretty spot yeah yeah we ended up sitting in there the rest of the night and just kind of like waiting to see if maybe she'll come back down and feed off the road or we could see across a little bit from there and end up seeing some elk but nothing yeah nope. shoot they came out a weird at a weird spot and actually one had some look like it'd be gonna be a nice bull um starting to get their antlers growing in already which mm-hmm. is cool to see yeah <clears throat> that area doesn't have a lot of elk but i've heard some pretty good bulls getting killed out of that general region so yeah very cool fellas yeah then we headed back to camp cut it up and had some uh, I, had, I had a can of wine can can of wine that's my uh if you ever can't sleep when you camp you get a can of wine you're gonna sleep after your can of wine and so i had one i'm like no this is a celebratory how many days did you guys put up with this idiot well i actually thought of a previous podcast that we did at james house when we were talking about every time he cuts something up he cuts himself oh dude don't that's give me a lie. he butchered his hand cutting opening the can or but no <laughs> opening the can shut up dude no it's oh, cutting up the bear <laughs> Yeah, I think right here I bled like you wouldn't believe. Well, he us- I mean, he usually goes just Freddy Krueger. I'm aware. It was like Edward Scissorhands hands on mm-hmm. this poor bear. He's like, oh, another hole in the hide. Oh, another hole in the hide. Oh, come on! <laughs> it was way better than when I did the other bear. I'll say that. It's an art, you know. It's almost like a. It was. It's yeah. a beautiful thing watching me do it. It's like you know those guys with the ribbons that they wave around <laughs> it's like me with the knife. <laughs> and then slowly cut yourself. Yeah, just slicing my hand up the entire time. Nick and Nick in the hide. So you got the cooler, packed it up. Did anybody else get anything? Ed, did you get one at all? I did not. No. Did you get a, did, nope. did you see any while you were out there? Or? So that sow that we stalked was my closest opportunity. Um, okay. I don't think we saw another one until later, much later in the trip. Okay. Shoot. Yeah. We found the turkeys and elk and grizzly mm-hmm. sign for that. So many turkeys. We were look we should have brought a shotgun. Should have brought me. Should have brought <laughs> should have brought you. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> uh but the the turkey situation where we were was exciting. We even we got I actually have a video of you calling of one. <clears throat> got him to answer Jill. a little bit. Miriams are not intelligent birds. No, no. They... Could you have gotten a uh, turkey tag while you're out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't have the. You can't use rifles, obviously. You can in the fall. Um, yeah, that's probably true. You can't. Really <clears> but we were like, man, I would love to, to bla- blast one just to have some camp food. You know, some fresh, uh, fresh. I wish I if it was legal, just just cause. But yeah. Blame all. All right, I want to know. Just because we're kind of wait, we have one more. Uh, exciting one more event. little story yeah <clears throat> okay last day okay and we we do this then we repeat all of these things the next Wash couple days feet. driving around drive glass even headed back kind of in toward where we took off the last two days and like hunted there um around there for a while and we had one last night we're like all right you know we got a, a hot tip from a friend headed up a mountain and split up and then, so, so Ed stayed back kind of getting ready. He actually got all this stuff lined up, which was nice for us to leave. What and a guy. I was he, in Bozeman having barbecue and beer. He was. Oh, you're, you're a smart one. <laughs> Especially because that was, I was so jealous. That was like the most tired I had been after that. And like, 
so hungry. Like I dropped you guys off and went to Walmart that night. I literally, as I'm walking, I'm like deliriously hungry, found a bag of chips, opened it as I'm you walking found around it? in the store. <laughs> okay. And I literally, I ate this entire bag of chips, just walking around Walmart. I, I get to the end. I have an empty I've bag. Done that. You know, Some people frown upon it, but it's like, I'm, you know what? I'm an adult. Just leave it. me alone. I'm hungry. I look haggard at that point. But anyways, we split up and actually, yeah, go ahead, Joe. I texted a, a buddy in Bozeman. I've got quite a bit of friends there from over the years. I'm like, hey, I've got an evening to shoot a bear before we get on the plane tomorrow at like 6 a.m. So mm-hmm. any recommendations is like, yeah, go to X Trail, get up on the ridge, work that system all the way back to the, the main ridge and glass to yourself. And there's usually some bears in there. So we got in there at what, like, I don't know, one o'clock, two o'clock, something like that. And he's like, usually they start popping out that seven, seven thirty mark, but they don't really leave very far from the timber. Like they'll poke out of their drainages, feed on that, and they'll disappear back into the timber, but it's usually later. So we shot up the trail a little bit, grabbed a thousand, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred feet somewhere in there, got on this ridge, and then ridge walked for like a mile ish. Yeah mile and a half and there was a little opening on the ridge where i told james like kind of we'll just split up you sit here and glass this i'll go up another half mile get up there and glass that if you see something run back and grab me kind of thing so i set up and start glassing and i had service in there and i actually took a phone call for some reason i'm just kind of hand holding binos as i'm on the phone and right as i'm like wrapping this phone call up i'm like all right talk to you later and i see a black blob and then put my phone down, get back behind the binos and the black blob was elongated now, like yeah. obviously moved. And this was an area that didn't have any bird whatsoever. So there was no infamous burnt stumps that looked like bears from half a mile away. Mm-hmm. Which got me but, all trip oh, all the, the time. The burnt mm-hmm. stumps in the world. Yeah. Um, so instantly I'm like bear. And it was clear back the other direction that we came from, even past James. So I start sprinting down this ridge when realistically what I should have done is slow down, take a picture of the mountainside where the bear was and just like kind of come up with a plan. But it was like, we haven't seen a bear in three days and it's the final countdown here. So I'm running, run all the way back down to the ridge, get back to James and like bear, bear, bear right there, right there. And I'm pointing the direction to where he's at. And he's like, I can't see him. There was like one little section of trees that was blocking him. All he had to do was take two steps to his right. And yeah. it was bear clean as yeah at that point two other guys had the same idea we're pretty close to Bozeman so there's going to be other people in there shot up the ridge same idea right as soon as I get back to James those guys are coming up the same ridge and I'm like panicking thinking they're going to try to beat me to it or something which they they weren't they were super cool yeah they're like oh we're just here for the show now kind of thing but in my mind I'm like this is my one chance I'm not going to let these guys do it (laughs) it was a good bear too it was a very very good bear Big bear. Big. So I start, I'm like, he's right there, James, I'm going. And I drop down off this hill and the whole climb that we went up the south side of the slope was clean, wide open, not a lot of timber, not no snow. As soon as you get on the north side, it is a snowy deadfall jungle from there. Where we came back up, there was no snow, but when I initially dropped, really bad snow. So I'm falling all over myself. I'm dropping stuff. My phone got soaked and was like shutting off and doing weird stuff. And I'm like trying to figure out 
where this bear is again, because as soon as you get in there, you're just blinded with timber and deadfall. Everything looks different. So finally I like get out to a knob and like, okay, I remember that rock. I remember there was this little triangle of timber that came down to it. He's to the left of the triangle somewhere. So I went another like 400 yards to the left and there was this little knob that kind of poked out outside of the main slope. So it got you out of the timber just a teeny bit. Sure. Got out to that thing and I'm glassing, I'm looking and I'm like, that is the spot he was at 100%. I'm on it. He's, he's not there now, but he's, that's his spot. And it's 4.30. Yeah. Like yep. Early. We got four hours yet. I'm like, he's going to come back. And so I dropped my pack. I reams the opening. It's like 6.82 or something like that. It's a good poke. It is, but yeah, that was the other conundrum here is I'm like, do I try to get closer where I'm above him right now? If I get to the same elevation as him, then I'm worried about him catching my wind or if I drop any elevation that I lose him. So it was kind of one of those things you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. But so there's so much snow and deadfall on this knob that you can't just like lay prone and have any shot because there's so much stuff in it. So yeah. I'm grabbing rocks and grabbing logs and just trying to stack things up so that I can get a solid rest. And it just wasn't happening. I probably spent five minutes trying to stack stuff. I look back over there and I'm glassing, just waiting for him to pop back out. And then I see a little dark spot inside the timber, but it was smaller than what I expected that bear to be. So I just kind of like brushed it off and ignored it. And then I looked at it again. I'm like, it is black as midnight. Like, it's got to be unmistakably has to be him. There's no burn here. There's nothing like what else could it be? So I just slowed down and got on the glass and just watched it for a second. And all of a sudden this long black piece that was leaned up against this tree that was kind of swooping. If you remember that tree. Oh yeah. All of a sudden a foot goes up in the air. <laughs> and then you see his toes do this. And he picks at his toes. He was just sitting in there snoozing the whole time. I'm up there rummaging rocks and logs, trying to get a shooting rest like an idiot. And he's sleeping. <laughs> I have no clue. So I'm like, I went from thinking I need to do this now to I have all the time in the world. He's just snoozing. To, right. But what if he wakes up? Mm. And he walks, continues the direction that he was going. He's out of my life completely because not only does it go into timber, but it also rounds a hill. So I'm like, I need to find a way to shoot him where he is right now as soon as he gets on his feet. So I took my trekking poles, looped them, crossed yep this got my rifle up on that ranged him again spun my dial for the range and then got my pack kind of up underneath this so i had something up against too i was kind of in some deadfall i felt pretty good and by the time i got somewhat situated and i'm like all right now i can just wait and kind of catch my breath calm down a little bit i peeked back through the scope and he's standing (laughs) so i get leveled spin my parallax and I look at the wind and I've got a crosswind on my left side that I called 10 mile an hour. Sure. I felt and got back under the scope and he has walked about another five yards deeper and then turned perfectly broadside this way, maybe a little bit quartering away. And I'm like, it's in the moment I thought it was now or never looking back i probably still had all the time in the world but I'm like, you never yeah, know but you though. don't know that you, especially you with know. bears they're just they just do their own they're not like deer where they're just very predictable bears are just doing stuff and if he goes any lower he's really down. like we walk yeah. through that bottom there's no, no way, way. Not nope. a chance. it is willow 
creek bottom, like you're not seeing 10 feet in that stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, it is now or never is what I convinced myself of. So I put the crosshairs on them and I held it a little bit for the wind and I shot. And as soon as I shot, he shot up a tree, which is what the bear I shot last year did. And then fell out, out of the tree dead. Yeah. So I cracked another shell and I kind of came back down onto him and I'm looking for him and he scoots back out of the tree and he's kind of facing away from me now, but I'm like, I thought I hit him. I'm going to put mm-hmm. another one in him. So I just sent another one in there. And I think both of them now looking back, we're hitting to the right of him Cause as soon as we dropped down the Canyon and came back up onto his side, my ten- over there. what's that? Was there a crosswind over there? Well, there was a cross on my side that I was holding for but not anything close to what it was on the other side of the canyon. Oh, shit. Yeah. 710-yard shot. And on my side, I figured it was about 10. Over there, it was like 30, 35. It was was whipping at times. Oh, yeah. So we looked for blood for quite a while, followed his tracks, went up the hill, looked at the tree that he climbed. Like, there was just zero indication that the bear was hit. I didn't hear a report, which usually you can hear pretty good at that distance, especially. And just kind of came to the conclusion that we missed him, but I don't know. It was, it was still like, we, we talked about it right afterwards. That was the most picture perfect way that I wanted the bear hunt to go, like spot him, make a big move, have a suck, kind of figure it out. I just, that 2% of actually shooting the bear wasn't there. So it, it is what it is. I'm happy. But that, that might've been that, my favorite night though. That is a freaking cool story, Joe. It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff people, you know, imagine what bear hunting is. Yeah, like exactly, it's exactly, exactly right. what you're talking about. And Mr. Perfect, that's what I've been dreaming of for yeah. months. I wanted that exact thing to happen. Just well, that's funny because the whole time I'm not near Joe, I stayed. That's sweet to watch. And so I'm watching this bear, and like while he's walking, I'm I just am sitting back, and I got my like my phone attached to my binoculars. And so I've just got it up like my phone here and I've got it even plugged in. So I had no battery issue and I'm, I could just see him moving across the country mm-hmm. on my phone. I'm like, this is so cool. You can see him like, I don't know, just doing bear stuff. He could picking like little flowers up and eating it, like digging, just like lightly digging for these little wild uh, onions and just flipping. like poking around. Yeah. Just flipping rocks over and yeah. checking stuff out. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. That was really cool. And then, so so I'm and just enjoying that. I, I see, you know, as you said, he kind of went over this one rocky area to another, and then there's a patch of this timber. Well, he went over the second where he ended up going to nap, and that's where I lost him. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I'm just going to stay here because if he comes back out, at least I want to have eyes on him in case Joe loses him and comes back or who knows what. I'm sitting there, sitting there, and that, that's when I hear the boom, <laughs> boom. So I make my way over, and that was that was a sucky walk out that night. So when we dropped down, like even dropping down to get to him sucked because of all the deadfall and the snow. And it was just like dog hair thick with waist high deadfall that crisscrossed. It was ah. just brutal. We got down there, got up onto that side. We we're running out of water because it wasn't really light. And we were just like, <laughs> we, we put eyes on the area. We were pretty confident that it was a mess. Became really confident that it was a mess later. And then kind of got a little bit deflated got back down to the bottom and then quickly realized like, this was still an amazing trip. Yeah. Oh. But the deflation hit again when we tried to get back up the hill. <laughs> we walked this creek bottom for 
a couple hundred yards. Like maybe we'll just take the creek bottom out to a spot and this, this deadfall will kind of clear out and we can come up there. It has got worse. And we were seeing dead elk with grizzly shit everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, we got to get out of this. Fresher, fresher grizzly sign than we had see, probably seen. Maybe not. Maybe some very, it was fresh. It was less than a week old. For yeah. sure. Oof. Yeah. And uh, wake we, you up. we found this just, I posted it today, just an ear, an elk ear. Like a whole thing, like a whole rip, ripped part elk, and then just one ear laying there. I'm like, "Hey, Joe, <laughs> look at this! It's just like it was just cleanly ripped off right at the the base of the ears. It's, it's awesome. so weird. Should have taken that home. Make a that's coin, not poop. Coin it would, it, it, it would not work in my collection. It would have been less weird than poop. But, <laughs> <laughs> but well, are, we just kind of bombed out of there. Yeah, it was. flew back. Oh, the other thing on the flight back, I forgot ammo in my carry-on. They were not. Wow, dude. Yeah, Joe was giving me, Edward was giving me a hard time. But I actually, the people in Mon, on the Bozeman airport, apparently that happens quite often. All right, They're like, well, do you want the bullet? I'm like, no. Keep it. You can have it. You can keep it. They've seen a lot of stuff, I'm sure, go through that airport. Like, I know oh. a whole elk head as a checked bag. And nobody batted an eye at it. Yeah. That's checked it. Checked Checked <laughs> Yeah, I uh, yeah, flying with meat was super easy through it. The trick that we kind of figured was <clears throat> kept it cold with ice, kept it dry, drained that, threw dry ice on it like a day and a half before we left. Mm-hmm. And if you put, and I found this at camping, if you put it on the bottom, it keeps everything above it cold and maybe the bottom little end freezes. But if you put dry ice on top in the cooler, everything below it freezes like solid. Um, and so cold air drops, I could believe that. Yeah, yeah. It, it froze everything nice. Like I, so much so that when I got home, I could hardly get the tooth out that I had to send in. It took me a while. I had to thaw his head back out a little bit. Yeah. Don't, don't forget to send those teeth in. I, you had, did. A, I had a friendly call from the uh, <laughs> West Virginia department of whatever national re- natural resources. Yeah, I had a conservation officer call me like, did you send a tooth in? I'm like, no, it's like, I think you should have, <laughs> I'm not going to send you to jail or give you a big fine, but next time just send your tooth in buddy. It's like, okay. I had a similar Sorry. story, but mine wasn't quite as friendly. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, what's funny is I even told them, like, or when I called to check the bear in, because of COVID, they weren't, like, physically checking in bear hides and sealing them. Yeah. So I called them, like, do we have to check them in this year? Nope, just got to call it in. You're good. Okay. Get home a month later, and I get a call, like, hey, did you shoot a bear in XYZ Canyon? Yeah. Did you check it in? I'm like, obviously, you're calling me. How else yeah. are you? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're supposed to see all the hide and you give a tooth pulled. And I'm like, well, I called the lady and she said we didn't have to. Oh, well, they don't work for us. That's just a third party like data collecting agency. <laughs> right. Okay. Thanks. Such yeah. baloney. Big ordeal. But whatever. thankfully for mine, I didn't have, to, I only had to do tooth in my area, which was nice. You had that little behind the incisor. Oh, yeah. You just, I yep. did, I did cut it around and used a plier, a, um, a screwdriver to just pop it out. And teeth come out pretty easy, turns out. It's yeah, kind of weird. They're not connected by much. No, no, you can get that thing right out. I could take your tooth out real quick if you needed. Uh, I like my teeth. I like my You're missing a tooth. A yeah, little, a little stash going. That's I'm a gonna, good tooth protector. Yeah, yeah so. you put marble red right in there, and you'd be <laughs> I got a cowboy hat upstairs. Some I sometimes walk around the house. Really tight just... jeans too. That's the really tight jeans. The mustache, the cowboy hat, and uh, the butt heavy. That's the butt heavy. Pull it off. Yeah. yeah, you really can. Thanks, I, I appreciate it. it. He needs a little uh, encouragement every now and then when it comes to facial hair. Wow. 
it's Ed's mustache that is dangerous. Dude, I'll show you a picture of it. Hot dog. Yeah, That's hot diggity. I think we should do that for the next bear hunt. Agreed. Which That's we're already we're planning. Doing. If we're Done. doing the lever gun thing, it's got to be mustaches and like mustaches and mud boots. I'll be your huckleberry, dude. I, the one of the best call that the best call I received this whole week <clears throat> being back. And I told Joe this, like every night since I've been back, I've had dreams like that. We're trying to figure out where, you know, how you have dreams when you're focusing on something for a long time. Sometimes you dream about like, where's the bear going to be? Where do we go? So I like the la- first handful of nights that I've been back. That's, I just keep having dreams like that. Cause apparently I was, it was stuck in my craw, but Joe gives me a call t- t- a couple days ago. Hey, yesterday was it yesterday? How about uh, how about another bear hunt next June? I'm like, I'm in. He's like, well, we'll go to Alaska. I, I don't want to know anymore. I'm in. Doesn't matter where. <laughs> doing it again. But uh, we're talking about doing a little uh, Alaska uh, lever action open site. Uh, to get a boat and get out there, dude. Cordova. I'd be game for that. Would you? Yeah, if, right. If yeah, have, right. If you'll have me, gentlemen. I feel like you're all talk with that big mustache. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, get, grows a mustache. Suddenly, he's got a pair. You know. If you would have seen the beard last week, was it nice? It was there. It was there. Yeah. It was time. It was, it was just time nice. to get rid of it. You know, once in a while, it's just, it's good to have. But I, uh, I walked out of the bathroom with this thing on and my wife looked at me and she goes, no, <laughs> just one word. Just no. I'm like, yep. You, you just sealed your face. That, that makes me want to have it for three more weeks now. So I'm having it. Um, but gentlemen, it, it sounds like this trip is very, very insightful. A lot of uh, ups and downs, if you will, both emotionally and, and physically moving in hills and, and getting on bears and having that experience is just, that's awesome. So I'm, I'm super pumped that you guys got to go have that. And hopefully there'll be many more trips like this and that uh, you guys can help, you know, help everyone listening here if they wanted to go do that on their own. Yeah, you know they can they can listen to you guys and hopefully glean a little bit of information if they wanted to go and do that. So, could we, not have picked two better guys to to go with. I mean, just a great time. Awesome, yeah, absolutely I've, was good. I've had well, trips before where like you come away with like yeah maybe I'd hunt with that guy again maybe not but I would share a camp with you guys any day all day. Yeah, that's so awesome. Fun. You know, they might have different words once we're stopping. Yeah, that's right. When it's time, these guys <laughs> are the worst. Assholes. Yeah, <laughs> never. But no, we, we appreciate you, Ed, for, for coming on and at least talking for a little bit too. And, and Joe, same with you. Um, we've reported you with a couple episodes in the past. We always appreciate you guys coming on. You'll be coming back and for putting up with Jim for, for a week straight. Somebody has to babysit me when Jared's not, you guys now know my pain that I have to go through day in and day out. Hey, Um, I was pretty impressed with how well he did. I'll be frank. Like he, he was both of them step for step did really well. You start with the bar low enough. You know what I'm saying? Everything's yeah. high. Everything's yeah. high. That was my dating kind of strategy. Well, good. Like I said, I, I appreciate you guys sharing the experience, at least with me, because I didn't I wasn't there. I didn't get to hear, but uh sounded like an awesome trip. So at home shooting Jake's, which we'll be talking about <laughs> in the next episode. <laughs> He's been trying to hide it. He's so embarrassed about it. Like it's own your gig. Leave, like leave that for the next. Leave it for the next one. So <laughs> We appreciate you guys coming on, and uh, yeah, we'll chat again soon. Sounds good, Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to go on to any kind of social media platform, give us a like, share, subscribe. You know, it really helps us out, keeps the train rolling. And if you guys really like what you're listening here, give us a five Either star way, if, even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like review. it, five stars. That'd helps cool. everyone out. 
see you out there.